Scrubbing In with Becca Tilly, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everybody. It's Becca Tilly, and we are scrubbing in. Um, So first of all, before we even get started, I have to say I found out that there is a surprise phone call coming in for me. I don't know when it's happening. I think very soon. I really like surprises, but I also don't like surprises at all. So I have mixed feelings about this. Um, But it is just, you know, not knowing. I'm actually one of those people who read spoilers on TV shows because I can't handle the waiting. So this is actually killing me because there's really nothing I can do about it. I'm at a loss here. Um, But anyways, while we're waiting for that anxiously and nervously... Um, I wanted to go into a subject that has been a recent topic on my Instagram and also my Twitter. Um, Taking photos with someone of the opposite sex most likely leads to everyone thinking that we're dating. Um, I've noticed that if I post a photo with a guy, um, I get multiple DMs, multiple tweets, multiple comments asking if we're dating, how long have we been dating, when we're getting married, um, when the children are arriving, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I really don't mind it because I think it's part of the, you know, I, I live a very public life in the sense, like with social media, everyone sees what I'm doing all the time. But it is funny that I can't post a photo with a guy without people assuming that we're dating. Like, I think if it were a photo where we're, you know, cuddling or kissing or something, it would, I, I remember posting a lot of photos with Robert before we started dating. And they were a little more coupley because we were kind of seeing each other, but just not officially. And people were just like, what is going on all the time? In that instance, I think I got, I understood where they were coming from. And maybe I've led them to believe that that's what's going to happen with any guy. <laughs> so maybe I've actually done this to myself. Um, but I, I'm interested if this happens with everyone just who's not whether it's people, other people who are in the spotlight and on social media or famous, or if it happens to everyone in the real world from their family and friends. I got a call from my dad. I posted a photo with Dean and he calls and goes, hey, um, so my coworker called me and he and his daughters want to know if you're dating a Dean. <laughs> not a, just a Dean. A Dean. <laughs> and he's like, I sure hope not, because I don't know who Dean is. So (laughs) I quickly let him know that Dean and I are just friends. So that's my official statement. Dean and I are just friends. Well, it's interesting you bring this up, because this morning on Us Magazine, there's an interview with the guy from Suits. And you know, Meghan Markle is on that show, Suits, and she dates Harry, Prince Harry. Okay. Who has no last name. Prince Harry. Well, he doesn't need... When you have Prince, you don't need a last name. (laughs) And he said... and. I'm paraphrasing that he posted a photo with Meghan Markle, who's his co-star. Yeah. And he actually took it down. He said, I posted this old photo I had found of Meghan and I on set. I went to bed and woke up in the morning and realized, oh, yeah, I live in a world where you can't post things about Meghan. I had this onslaught of people retweeting the thing, thinking it was a recent picture and saying, what the hell's going on? So and I'm assuming if people are fans of him and fans of the show, they know that he's married. So I think people just get so attached to characters that they like they want him. I mean, I get it. I wanted Meredith and Derek. I wanted Ellen Pompeo and Patrick Dempsey to get I still want them together more than anything. But I don't mean that to be like disrespectful to their. I know that they're married in real life, but people get so passionate I'm luckily, you know, I'm a fanatic, but I'm smart enough to know (laughs) that this is not real life. (laughs) But some people don't quite get that. And I mean, I I agree. I think anyone I remember before The Bachelor and all that stuff, if I posted a photo with a guy, I got multiple, you know, texts about it or messages about it asking, who is he? Are y'all dating? What's going on? So, I mean, I think it goes for everybody. I'm going through your Instagram right now. Okay. Can you comment on some of these people you're photographed with? Okay. Scott Foley. Oh, <laughs> uh, I wish. <laughs> oh, I'd give anything to say yes. But no, he's also married to someone who <laughs> doesn't care for me. So. Wait, uh, so, oh, God, this is such a story that goes deep into my heart. Um, so after when I was on the first season of The Bachelor on Chris's season, 
um, Scott Foley's wife, who I didn't realize at the time was his wife, but she kept, you know, twi- this was my problem. I, I looked on Twitter. I would type in The Bachelor with Becca next to it. It wasn't even like I was being tagged in these things. So this was partly my fault because I was narcissistic. Um, but I looked it up and she would always be like, oh, no one cares about this girl. She's so boring, blah, blah, blah. So then I found out that it was Scott Foley's wife. And so I tweeted her back and I was like, I don't care if you hate me. I love your husband. <laughs> <laughs> so then she kind of ignored that. And then she said something else. And I, I said something, you know, I was trying to take the high road. I was like, oh, it's a shame someone so beautiful is so rude to people. Then I got blocked. <laughs> she blocked you? She blocked me. How does that even work? She just hit the block button and I can't see anything she does now. <laughs> so I met Scott Foley and I brought it up to him and he totally remembered the whole situation. It was very kind about it. But so I hope it's all past us. But are you I, blocked still? Like I'm still blocked. Oh. So. I'm still not over it, but it's fine. He was couldn't have been nicer. And I just think he's a beautiful man. So unfortunately, we're not dating, but he seems happy. Next one. Paul Jason Klein. Oh, um, no, we're not dating, but one of my really good friends, yeah, who is uh, the lead singer of a band called Laney, which is getting, they're really growing right now. So he's actually in a relationship with Dua Lipa. Oh, whoa. Who's also massive. <laughs> Man, maybe I should be dating these people. All right. Yeah. Robert Graham. Robert Graham is a former boyfriend of mine, oh. so that was semi-accurate. We have a lot of photos of us kissing, and those are fine. If you think we're dating when we're making out, like, that's that's acceptable. I have a question. Did, okay. Okay, you know when people, like, I don't know if they get bitter or what happens, and they take down the photo. <laughs> yeah. What is that move? I think it's a, it's a, it's like I'm moving on, and I... If, if they're the ones who maybe were hurt by the relationship, then they don't want to have to see the photos of when there were happier times is what I'm assuming. I've been, you know, I've I've unfollowed people and deleted their numbers from my phone, so I wouldn't text them. Not in a, like, bitter way, but in a way of, like, this is hard, so I'm going to try and move on. But I left all of ours up. You know, those are happy times. I'm happy to look back at them. He's a good kisser. Des? Des Duran? Oh, Des, one of my best friends from my childhood who I grew up with. And we had a thing, you know, a while ago. I was pretty much obsessed with him, and the feelings weren't quite reciprocated. But now we are good friends and can take uh, friendly photos together. Cody Bellinger. Oh. oh. I mean, every single man in my life wanted that to happen. He is 22, so. Um, he's a Dodger. He's a Dodger player who I thought was a pitcher, but turns out he's just a really, really talented first baseman. <laughs> <laughs> and like leading, what is he, like leading the uh, like MLB in home runs He'll or be something? rookie of the year this year. Right, so I get why everyone wants me to date him, but he could. We we were partners at a ping pong charity tournament we did, and he could not have been nicer. So you know, in a few years, call me Cody. <laughs> and Carrie Underwood. <laughs> also, I would not be opposed to that. <laughs> um, she is married and with a child, and she would not be interested. But. <laughs> Um, okay, so now we are taking calls. We have Allie from Wisconsin. Allie. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm so great. How's Wisconsin? Oh, it's kind of chilly in the winter, but it's good. All right, what about the cheese? Oh, the cheese is always good. <laughs> Love to hear that. Um, okay, so let's jump right into it. So have you posted a photo with a guy and had everyone just attack you and ask you who he was and when y'all were getting married? Yeah, I mean, like, we've been, like, close friends, and, um, I mean, everyone just assumes that we're dating because of how close we are, but, I mean, that's just not the case, because you can have a guy friend and it not be anything. Well, okay, so how, I have a question. How old are you? Um, 20. Okay, and is he 20 as well? Um, yes. Okay, um, does he have feelings for you? Um, no. You're positive. It's just not like that. Yeah. Okay. And does he like girls? Yes. Okay, so this is interesting because I had a best guy friend um, a few years ago. I lived in San Diego, and we did everything together. Like, I, I would say he was my best friend. I did everything with him. And I used to tell people all the time, we're totally just friends. There's no feelings for either one of us. And he ended up telling me that he had feelings for me, and it kind of shook things for a minute. But we got back to, you know, being friends and just accepted that that's what we were in each other's life. Has that ever come up, or is it there's no feelings on either side? No, definitely no feelings. It's always just been like 
a friend relationship. We've known each other since we were like little, so it's never been like that. But did you guys ever like get back to where you were like as close after he said that? Yeah, we did. And he has he's like happy and has a girlfriend now. And, you know, I was dating Robert. So there was just this, you know, we were excited that we both were in a relationship. So it never but there was, you know, it was awkward for a little bit. But um I kind of realized, like, can I always have had that thought? Can guys and girls be like super, super close friends without someone eventually developing feelings? Because that's a really close bond to have with someone. Yeah, for sure. Does your family want you to be with him? No. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) they're like our parents are friends with each other, and so we're just friends with each other. It'd kind of be a great story if like something changed and you ended up falling in love, though. It would, but I I hear some nervous laughter. (laughs) There is some nervous laughter. It's kind of shocking that I'm talking to you right now. (laughs) Okay, it has nothing to do with the friendship. It's more about yeah, definitely. Um, well, thank you so much for calling in. Um, I hope that y'all fall in love and live happily ever after. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) Have a good day. Thanks for calling. Bye. Okay, we have Emily in Boston. Hi, Emily. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to talk to you. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to talk to you. Um, how's Boston? Um, it's good. It's pretty warm. You oh. know, can't complain. <laughs> I love a good talk about the weather. Um, okay, wait. So let's jump into this. Have you had a guy that you've taken a photo with and everyone freaked out thinking y'all were dating? Yes. So this was back in college. So it was a little while ago. Um, but I was on vacation in Florida for spring break and my boyfriend at the time and I were not doing well. We were just going through like a lot of fighting and, um, and I realized while I was down there that my cousin, um, Timmy was down there at the same time that I was. So I was like, Oh my gosh, let's meet up. So, you know, I'm not talking to my boyfriend really because we're fighting and I meet up with my cousin for dinner and we're like, oh, my gosh, we need to take a picture. We haven't seen each other in so long. And he's, like, a good-looking guy, you know, yeah. like, our age, tall, handsome. So I post it on um, Facebook, and my boyfriend starts calling me nonstop, like, the nastiest text messages. Oh, he breaks no. up with me. No. Over the phone. No. Yes. And then, so when I finally, like, when he, when I finally got him to stop yelling at me, I was like, oh my gosh, that is my cousin. Calm down. So he takes back breaking up with me and then I broke up with him because I was like, you're crazy. I was going to say, that is such an amazing story. You're like, listen, this isn't Game of Thrones. Like, I'm not doing this. Yeah. Yes. I am not Cersei and he is not Jon Snow. This is not that. (laughs) Wait. So so do y'all still talk at all? Or what? I mean, was that the end? Because Yeah. No, that was it. No. That's actually a really good story on this topic. Yeah. And And maybe we could have worked it out. But just the fact that he was so crazy, I was like, I'm out. This is done. Uh, Yeah, I don't blame you. That is a good enough reason. And especially after he broke up and freaked out without an explanation. Right? It was crazy. (laughs) Well, did you, are you married now? Did you find someone? I have found someone. I'm not married, but I've been with someone for like four years now. Oh, (laughs) then I'm expecting a proposal story soon. (laughs) I hope so. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Have an amazing day. Thank you. You too. Okay. Bye. Bye. Um, Okay. We have Lauren in North California or Northern California. um, And she, wait a second. You thought I was dating Dean? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Why did you think this? Um, you guys were just taking lots of pictures together, and I thought you were dating Robert in the past when you guys were taking pictures together, yeah. and then you guys were, I think. See, see, this is the thing. I think I opened this door for myself because all of the investigators out there remember that thing. They were like, wait, she said she wasn't dating Robert, and then they ended up being in a relationship. Yeah, that's, what I, that's how I felt about Dean, and I really thought that Grey's Anatomy reenactment picture was super cute. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, listen, Dean is not someone that is hard to look at, and he is a very, very amazing guy with a great heart, but we are totally just friends. I would consider Dean what it would be like to date one of my little brother's friends. (laughs) (laughs) But he is a lot of fun, and we, I, you know, I realize, I I think in my head, I just thought, is this going to happen every time I take a photo with a guy that everyone assumes this? But I think people just 
in a in a good way are rooting for me to find someone. So I appreciate it. I should oh, yeah. be, you know, I'm more grateful than I am annoyed by it. So are you yeah, dating I anyone? Mean, you got some mystery. Yes, <laughs> I am. <laughs> Were y'all friends before and did you trick everyone? Oh no, he was best friends with my best friends actually, and then I got in there somehow. <laughs> <laughs> you weaseled your way in. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Well, good. I'm happy for you. I'm glad that you're happy. I'm glad that I'm happy. And I'm glad that Dean's happy. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for calling in. um, And I look forward to talking to you again when when I come to Northern California. Yeah. Wait, can I just say I turned on your tweet notifications because I've missed these calls every (laughs) single time. So I'm in a tire shop right now getting my tires replaced. And it was like, Becca Tilly tweeted. (laughs) (laughs) I love the dedication. Thank you for being interested and calling in. Yeah, you made my day. Oh, I love you, you made my day. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. All right, bye. Bye. Okay, so moving on, I have this podcast, and I called it Scrubbing In with Becca Tilly for a very specific reason. As you all know, I am a Grey's Anatomy fanatic, and I figured what would be more appropriate than having someone from my favorite show be my first guest on my first podcast? So coming up in a little bit, we have Jason George, who plays Ben Warren on Grey's Anatomy, and he's here to give us some scoop. We're going to talk about previous times that we've met and other totally random subjects. So um, stay tuned for that. Oh, and in walks one of my favorite people in the entire world, Tanya Rad. Hi, Becca. <laughs> it's, this is so fun because Tanya's sitting in her seat that she sits in for Ryan's show every morning. That's and Ryan Seacrest for people that don't oh, know. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's Ryan Seacrest in case you don't know who Ryan is. Um, this is accurate information. Yes. And so this is so fun. It's like we're we're at home together. We're not anymore. We're at work we together. We're at work together. We do it all. Do you get sick of me? And, um, never. <laughs> Um, let's, let's go ahead and just explain this. I am a very independent person and Tanya is a very needy person. And so that is probably our biggest struggle as friends. It's definitely our number one struggle. She gets her feelings hurt if I don't respond to every single text and I get my feelings hurt when she doesn't give me my alone time. (laughs) (laughs) And Tanya has a dilemma she told me about last night and I told her to tell you today. Oh yeah. Okay. So I, I've been gone. So I haven't really, we have a lot to catch up on. Okay. So I'll give you the cliff notes version. Okay. This is a friend of mine from college. So I've been out of college now for 10 years, but we were, (laughs) 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 but we were, you know, we were tight. We were in a big group of girls in college. Okay. Yeah. And so we've all gone to each other's bachelorettes and weddings. And that's just kind of, you know, as we get older, slowly starting to dwindle down because we're having kids and things like that. But so, um, a while ago after she got engaged, she. It basically gave me the date to her wedding. I was like, this is the day we're getting married, blah, blah. I put it in my calendar. How long ago was this? This was months and months and months oh, okay. ago. Okay. So I got invited to the bachelorette. It was over the summer. I couldn't make it because I had something, but I let them know. And then um, I got asked to do this work thing. I look at my calendar and I was like, oh, that's her wedding, but I haven't gotten an invitation. So then I asked our mutual friend that lives in LA, like, have you gotten your invite? She said, yeah, I got it about a month ago. So I'm like, <laughs> Okay, so I'm now not invited to this wedding. I don't know, A, what I did. B, do I reach out? That's awkward. I'm like in this weird, I don't know what to do. Isn't that weird? Yeah, that's very weird. Okay, so normally I have lots of advice to give you, but this one I'm a little bit (laughs) unsure of what to say. Um, When you canceled on the bachelorette party, did did it seem like she was upset by it? Well, it was our friend, so she had nothing to do with it. It was the friend that was planning the bachelorette. Uh-huh. And um, I was, at that time, I was planning on going to New York. It was for my 30th birthday. Okay. So I was like, I'm most likely going to be out of town. Like, I'm so sorry. I have so much fun. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Wait, was this when we went to Palm Springs? No, it wasn't. Oh. No, no, no. I was going to say, was she like, uh, you had time to go to Palm Springs with Becca, but you couldn't make time. Well, and I told her, I said, I, if you give me a little bit of time, I might be able to, because I, I, right now I'm going to New York. And then she goes, no, we have to know who's in and who's out right now. So I said, okay, then I'm out. So did you ever contact the bride or just the girl who was planning the bachelorette party? The girl who was planning the bachelorette party. But you never reached out and was like, hey, I'm so sorry. I'm not. <laughs> I didn't. Is she, that bad? She slashed your name off that list. <laughs> so Is bad. that bad? <laughs> 
I mean, I'm just saying I could see where she would be like, oh, she doesn't care enough to even, like, tell me. So, you know, maybe it's not a priority for her to... Not in, like... I'm hoping that she's not this bitter, but That's maybe she's... That's saying. Like, it just seems she, like a lot. Like, it just seems really overdramatic. The bachelorette party is the friendship test. The people yeah. who show up for that party are your dear, dear friends that are going to be in your wedding. Okay. And if you don't show up, you're out. Here's the deal. I went to a bachelorette party recently when my friend was in town from New York, and I had been, I was like terribly hungover the day before, you remember? And mm-hmm. I, I did, the thought of going out and having any any sort of bachelorette festivity seemed very daunting to me. Yeah. But I still was like, I'm going to go because I'm going out for her wedding and you know, she's here, and so I'm flying out there. It makes sense for me to go. So I think that maybe in her head she thought, okay, it wasn't a priority for her to come to this part of it. Then she's probably not going to make make an effort for the wedding. Oof. But I would still reach out. I think I would reach out to her, but maybe be like, hey, um, what's your address? I wanted to send you a gift. <laughs> <laughs> missing the bachelorette party. Well, I, you know, you might be right, and I really now I feel bad that I didn't even think that that was an issue, but maybe I should just text her and be like, I'm so sorry if I hurt your feelings that I couldn't make it to your bachelorette. Like, I'm so sorry that it hurt your feelings that much to where you... No, it's not. Is this awkward? Wait, she... Sierra's shaking her head. No, I mean, at this point, like, I don't know. I mean, maybe you just say, hey, I'm so sorry that I missed the bachelorette party, and I... I think my uh, invitation got got lost, but I'm still looking to make the wedding. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, okay. So, um, sorry, we have the my special surprise phone call is coming in, so we're gonna have to get back to this, Tanya. Love you, but we got things to get to. Hello. Hello, Becca. This is Pico Alexander calling. Oh, <laughs> yay! My gosh. Hi. I love you. I love you. What's oh up? Oh, my God. Um, no, literally. I think I love you. Um, okay, so Pico is from, I'm sure, several things, but I recently just met him visually in the movie Home Again, starring Reese Witherspoon. Um, I just saw it, for, I saw it in New York, and it was one of the best rom-com movies. Movies. I'm so nervous and anxious right now. One wow. of the best. Hey, me too. One of the best movies I've seen where I left feeling so good. I haven't had one of those in a long time. Wow. Yeah, it really is a feel-good movie, huh? Yeah. I'm glad you like it. And uh, Pico, I don't think I've felt this way for someone, a character on screen since <laughs> I saw um, Patrick Dempsey first in Grey's Anatomy, which if you knew how how big this was. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm honored. Thanks for the nice words. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, what what are what are you doing now? How, how I'm I'm actually <laughs> I'm actually in I'm wearing striped pajamas. Oh. And I'm I'm sitting on some stairs at City Center Theater and I'm on a 10-minute break for uh I'm I'm in tech for a show called The Portuguese Kid right now. Oh my gosh, so we're going to be seeing more of you. That's what you're saying. On the stage, yes. Oh, I will be there. Front <laughs> row. Front there. and center. Every show. Yeah, and then come come say what's up backstage. I will. Um, Woo! Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm blushing. You can't see, but I am. Um, uh, so I have a question for you. Ask away. Would you ever date an older woman? Yep. What? <laughs> what does that mean? Well, I'm. I, how old are you? Uh, 26. Yeah, so I'm I'm two years older, so it's not significant. I'm just, you know, no. just counting things. My, my, yeah. my mother is a, a year older than my father, or two years or something like that. Oh, my gosh. So that you, yeah. like, are a, that's what you're actually looking for. It's not even... And in the movie, Reese is I like... I'm not sure I'm looking for anything right now. Oh, I got it. Reese was, like, 14 years older in the movie, and it was spicy. Yeah, y'all had some chemistry. Wow. I'm glad you thought so. Yeah, did you I think so? Did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you're not um, looking anymore? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, right. Yeah, you and Reese. No, no, Reese, uh, Reese has a lovely family. Yeah, she does. You're right. That was rude. Um, so, <laughs> um, how? okay, so if you could think of, I know you don't have a long time, and I really appreciate you coming to surprise me on your 10-minute break. It's but my pleasure. Do you have any movie scenes 
or movies in general where there was this epic moment that you wanted it to be a real life? Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, no, not really. I guess I guess I uh, I guess some of those scenes with Reese were kind of nice. <laughs> but, but, no, I I like separating the movies from my real life. You know what I mean? Sometimes well, what what ends up happening is that I try to get, make my life, my real life sort of live it like a bit of a movie, but that can be sort of dangerous. Yeah, I could see where that could cause problems. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, 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 where you want everything to be sort of uh, very high stakes and yeah. sort of epic and taking taking spontaneous trips all the time, but uh. Well, what about but, what like not even a movie you've been in, but what about watching a movie? Like, for instance, oh, yeah. one of mine that I think every single girl can relate to is the kissing uh-huh. in the rain in the Notebook. Oh yeah, I mean that's super romantic. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty fantastic. I, I look, I would, I, I like kissing in the rain. Uh, I think, <laughs> I think for me it was probably when I was a kid. I grew up watching the James Bond movies and uh, Bruce Lee movies. Okay. And I I think that's actually probably why I ended up being an actor, because I just wanted to, like, you know, dress in the cool suit and drive in the cool cars and kiss the beautiful women and travel to all the most amazing places. Right. And I thought that I, you know, wanted to be Sean Connery or Pierce Brosnan, <laughs> when in fact all I really wanted was to be James Bond. You know? <laughs> I mean, I think you could. You have the voice. You have the look. I w- I think you could be the next James Bond. Oh wow! Thanks. I think it's. The, I think the English have it on lock. But uh, who knows? Maybe we. Uh, Can you do an English you know. accent? Yeah, it depends. You know what kind of English accent you look. Like. <laughs> That is good enough for me. <laughs> okay, well, I can't wait to practice our kissing in the rain scene <laughs> with nice. the older woman. <laughs> Hopefully it's raining when you come see the show. I know, same, me too, backstage. Backsta- I don't know <laughs> if it'll rain backstage. I can't make any promises, but who knows? Maybe they have some sort of machines back there. Yeah, I'll call my people and they'll, they'll be yeah, you, willing. Yeah, you call your people, I'll call my people. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. You're amazing. I look forward to seeing more of you. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on the show. Thanks. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Becca, your hands were kind of like shaking. I've never seen you like that. You know, never, never. I am like always the cool. Like I never get nervous or whatever. Oh my gosh, he his voice. Um, okay, Tanya. Yes. Back to the um wedding situation. Okay. Sorry, we had to take a moment. But not sorry, we had to take a <laughs> <Not> moment. A <laughs> um, okay, so Tanya, we have Julie in Southern California, and she's calling with advice for you. And she says the same thing happened to her. Oh, Julie, so, Julie, how are you? We're great. How we need some advice here? Yeah. Okay. So this is so bizarre, but the same thing happened to me, as you said. Um, my friend in college, so she just graduated this past May, um, and she got engaged. And when she got engaged, like, I was, like, there for her. Like, I'm so happy for you. She was letting me, me in on all the details, um, told me when her wedding was, and I put it in my phone. And I was about to buy my plane tickets and arrange with, like, friends to pick me up from the airport and all this stuff. And then so I'm, like, so nervous. I don't know why I'm nervous right now. <laughs> um, and then funny story. So in the summer, I was at school for summer school, and I ran to a professor that had her fiancé. And he asked, like, oh, like, how is so-and-so doing? Like, when is their wedding? Um, and we, like, love this professor because he was a sweet old man. And then I texted her about it. And I said, like, hey, like, guess who I saw at school? And she said, who? Like, oh, like, Professor so-and-so. He was wondering, with, like, how the wedding is going. And then she never responded back to me. So um, I was like, okay, wait, why the heck, like, wouldn't she respond back to me? And that was, like, a telltale sign that I wasn't going to be invited to the wedding. Um so it was just, like, super bizarre, and I had other friends who were being invited to a wedding, and she said I was going to be invited, but didn't receive my invitation. Um, so I don't know if you direct about it or, or like, kind of let it go. I'm not confrontational, so I kind of let it go, and I didn't want to put more stress on her. Yeah. Um, you could say, like, oh, like, how's wedding planning going, <laughs> like, one month before, like, your missus? Like, how's it going? Like, how can I help you with anything last minute? And if she says, like, anything that maybe like she'll give you like last an invitation or something um i don't know but it's just like such an awkward situation especially when they like tell you that you're going to be invited but then you're not so yeah. do you want a last you know what invitation? no and that's the thing i think that i i think this has actually made me realize that i 
it, it it's really the wedding's not about me at all and i should yeah. just i should just just because all my friends are suggesting that i talk to her i think i'm just gonna gracefully just fly under the radar after the wedding, send her a really nice note, send a gift and say yeah. like, I wish you a lifelong yeah. happiness. Like, I think that's the way to go. Yeah. Like, I saw videos that looked beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. And I think like that's the best way to go about it because you don't want to put her in an awkward situation and like put any stress on her, like as like wedding planning and like going through married life is already stressful enough. Yeah. Um, and also it's like, it sucks to like hear, but it's not about you. It's about them. And you don't know like the circumstances or like their thought process and like not extending that invite. Right. Um, right. So that's what I tell myself, but it is kind of sucky because like you want to be there for them and be a part of that big day. And especially if they let you in on that and they tell you information and like make you believe that you're going to be there, but you're not. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think that's like the best way to go about it, but I'm right there with you and I don't know how to navigate it as gracefully um, as I can, but I think that's your best bet. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry that also happened to you. It's kind of a tough situation to be in. Yeah. Thanks, Julie. That actually yeah. made me have an epiphany. Yeah. Thank you so much for calling in. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I hope you guys have a great day. Yeah, you, you do. Too. Thank Bye. you. All right, Tanya. Well, you know what? I don't, that was maybe not as helpful as we hoped it would no, be. No, it actually was really <laughs> helpful. I actually know what I'm going to do now. What are you going to do? Can you give us a brief rundown? Yeah, I'm going to just let it go. I'm not going to say anything. Let her have her wedding. Send her a very nice card and a nice gift and say, I hope you have a life of wonderful marriage and I love you. Amazing. Not bring it up. Well, guess what? Um, if it ever happens with me and Pico, you will be in the wedding. Oh, thank you so much. I hope I'm on the sideline. I was going to say. Bye. I love you guys. Bye. Love you. Um, so before we move on, I wanted to talk about one of our sponsors this week, and that is the fabulous FabFitFun. Um, so FabFitFun sends you the latest in beauty, fashion, fitness, and wellness every single season. There's a new box. It's curated by Juliana Rancic and the FabFitFun team. Um, so all of the products are full size. So it's not like you're getting these tiny individual samples that you use once and then it's done. Like you're getting full size products. You pay $49.99 each season, but they guarantee a value of at least $200 per box. And if you saw the stuff that was in it, you would understand this more. Okay, so you get a private party gym bag, which is normally $49 by itself. You also get a Wish Beauty Renewing Mud Mask, normally $48 by itself. And I love a good mud mask. Feels so good on your skin. Feels like baby skin when you take it off. Um, Also, you get a Mare and Company scarf, which is so cozy, feels like a blanket, and that's normally $98 alone, and so much more, all of it for just $49. That's actually quite amazing. Um, And guess what? I have a code for you. So for you, it's even less. If you go to fabfitfun.com and use promo code BECCA, that's B-E-C-C-A, you get $10 off the fall box. Um, so fabfitfun.com don't forget the promo code becca and you will love this box it has everything you're looking for for the fall and you will not regret this purchase we are scrubbing in with becca tilly i'm becca tilly and i am here with the amazing doctor slash actor (laughs) jason george (laughs) welcome i only play a doctor on tv well, you know, in, in my head, you're all real life surgeons. I would expect some help if something went down. People do, and that's the funny part. That was, you know, let's just jump right into and I'm like, it. I can get you an aspirin, and that's all I got. <laughs> well, I mean, that's helpful. That helps a lot. Um, do you know the last time I've seen you twice before this? I don't even know if you remember. Oh. The last time I was in Scrubs on the carpet at Paley Fest. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Do you remember no, this? No, it was it I was don't. me and another girl. And we were both in scrubs and we were the only ones on the carpet who were not professional journalists it seemed. Wait a second. Yes. Yes, I do. The two of you. We were fun. <laughs> like we were crazy uh, people. Yeah, well, Paley Fest in general was crazy. I yeah. never I'd never I didn't always do everything I'd done with the Paley before had been like smaller, much more uh normal for lack of a better word. Uh right. Q&As whereas this was like we walked in, and there's one spot when they walked us out right before we got to you guys at the at the red yeah. carpet. Uh, there's like this uh, 
it's not even a stairway. It's just a ramp that circles around. I watched y'all come down that. (laughs) But they had fans all along that thing. And so we're walking out. Nobody warned us. I was like, you got to warn somebody. Because we're walking all (laughs) of a sudden, literally, there's this thunderous screams from above us. And we were all like ducking because we're like, you know, they're they're bombing the building. Uh, But it turned out it was was just a truckload of fans that were all. Yeah, I was part of that. In scrubs. <laughs> right, right. In the scrubs. But the, but you yeah. look good in the scrubs. You showed me the picture. Thank you. Well, yeah. that was different. But I have a picture of us from that day. <laughs> me, you, and my friend Tanya. And we were literally the leaders of the fanatical people that were there. Somebody has to lead the fanatics. I, You know, I felt good about it. I felt like we had a lot of respect the rest of the day when we had our scrubs on. Right. Do you feel like that? Uh, well, I'm saying, like, everybody, all the journalists are all like, you know, this is their this is their <laughs> job. They're all like, hey, we got to go do this thing and talk to the people, whatever. But for all the fans, you guys were, like, up front and center, and you're like, follow me. <laughs> I'm not kidding. The looks that we got from the other people on the carpet, it was... There was judgment, but also there was a sense of respect that I really appreciated. Well, yeah, they're like, you know, well played. Well played. Well played. We should have done the same. You know, they're like, you know, if you, if you meant it, if, if they meant it, they would have come in scrubs too. That, that's what I'm saying. But you guys got extra love from us. I think, yeah, we did. Y'all, like, there, there were some looks. I felt like, like Jessica Capshaw, I feel like we scared her a little <laughs> bit. Um, there were a few that it was a very, like... Not shamed, but kind of confused, a little nervous. The confused, I get, and that's normal. And and Capshaw, you know, what I love about Capshaw is she has nothing that resembles a poker face. Like, <laughs> like whatever comes up comes right out. Like yeah. she, she's like, wow, that's a lot. You, got, you know? Yeah. But, she. Uh, the look was. She walked over to us, and when it registered that we were in Scrubs, there was almost this like panic. Like, can I get out of this one? Well, but she was nice. She came over, and she couldn't have been nicer. It, she she's absolutely lovely and fun and funny. And I'm sure that for all of us, there was a moment of, how's this going to go? <laughs> and then you guys were lovely. So it was, it was, it was all We, good. like, didn't keep anyone around for too long. It was like, we asked one question. We really just wanted photos and videos. And we literally were just fangirls. That's really so. what it's all about, right? That, I thought that was the perfect place for us to do that. So right. I felt good about it. Right. Um, and then the other time was we played softball against each other at Dodger Stadium. Yes. That I do remember distinctly. As I recall... There was a rocket shot. Uh, you were playing. You weren't playing short. Were you playing second? I was at second. You were yeah. Playing second, because there was a rocket shot that uh, was should have been an easy triple. Should have been like <laughs> at least a double. Uh, and you snagged that thing out of the air like a champ. I was, I was like, I was like, holy, who, what, what? <laughs> Meanwhile, we had you know with with. I'm not gonna name names, but I'm just gonna say we had some uh, really pretty, pretty yeah. people. Uh, the men and the women on our team, and only like three of us could play. Right. Uh, you know, we yeah. Had, and uh, and and one of them was a model who actually uh, had a sprained ankle. I remember that. She couldn't run. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" So I'm playing the entire. <laughs> like I'm supposed to be center, but I'm playing like like center and all of left. I'm just running, shagging everything out there. It was hilarious. It was, uh, and I was like, "You got to warn me." I'm like, you got to let me know if I'm going to be. Yeah, I would have been mad if I showed up and someone was a sprained ankle on my team. Well, been yeah. like, get her off the field. <laughs> we, we got to win this. <laughs> yeah, I know. See, you were, on, you were on Jamie Foxx's team, which there's a lot. Yeah, you paid somebody, obviously. Here's or, the deal. got some kind of love. Uh, there, Everyone that was there, aside from me, was like famous, actual celebrity. People knew who they were. And I was just this random <laughs> thrown aside in there because I happened to be good at softball. But you so were the like, ringer. I had, to, I had to show up in some you way. You robbed us. So. Like the score ended up being like you know seventy five to two or something. I was gonna say that something wasn't obscene. Much of a, it was a game. But I I got my home run off of Jamie Foxx though. Yeah. I got my homer. I was very happy about that. That's all I cared about that day. You were that was a, that's a moment. Yeah, <laughs> I got home my homer and that, and I I ran down every ball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I played two thirds of the outfield or something like that. Wait, did your kids and your wife come to that? They game? did. They did. Uh, and my, my daughter still has on her phone uh, a picture of her and Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx uh, was, he was the star that day. He, Everyone was just amazed by his presence. But being isn't Jamie there. Foxx kind of the star wherever he goes? Yeah. He just kind of, just because he just kind of doesn't give a damn and is just going to have fun no matter where he's at, whatever's yes. going on with him. And that's part of what makes him work. I saw him at the iHeart Festival soon after that game, and he recognized me and said hello. And my friend was just looking back and forth like, what just happened? <laughs> and I, w- I was shocked, too. I'm like, well, I don't know, but I'm honored that Jamie Foxx, there was, we had a moment. It was after the game, right? It was after the game. It was because you snagged that ball out of the air. And You'll notice that a- as, soon, as soon as you said we play softball, I instantly <laughs> locked in. I was like, yes, and I hated you for about two hours. 
listen, it wasn't just me. We just had a better team altogether. We completely had a better team. And, <laughs> and I, no I, ma- I maintain that w- I maintain that the, the deck, deck was stacked against us. Jamie got his pick. He got to pick like oh. everybody on his team, and he didn't get to pick. But I'm. This is what I believe. It is. He it makes me sleep. I sleep better at night believing that Jamie Foxx completely paid off some Dodgers folks, and because uh, well, he, he was in full pants, he was in full baseball gear. You know, they gave us like some shorts and like you know some like I socks like, to yeah, pull off yeah. and like go have fun. <laughs> and Jamie came out like full, full. He gear. had like sponsored Nike yeah, I mean, cleats and everything. <laughs> yeah, he's got a bat bag and everything. We're like, what is going on? What is? <laughs> he, yeah, I mean, if that helps you sleep at night, I just think we. Had more I feel better that way. Just don't bu- don't burst my dream. Okay, we won't. Well, let's. I mean, I am like my this podcast is called Scrubbing In. Yeah. Because I am a Grey's Anatomy freak and. I'm fine with it. Like, I've accepted it. it. I talk about it all the time. I tried to play it cool, but um, it just wasn't working. So um, <laughs> the fact that you're here on my first podcast is I barely slept last night, which I told you right when you walked in, which probably scared you right off the bat. But um, I you feel did like very chill. Very, did, you did it very chill. I felt Thank very comfortable. You. I didn't feel um, threatened. Great. Um, Ashley's here and she said it was cozy in here. So that is probably the ultimate compliment. She feels cozy. Probably safe because you're a surgeon. I, I have that effect on people. Yeah. I make them feel you're warm and fu- fuzzy and cozy. Yeah. Um, I would just want to talk about Grey's Anatomy. I don't know if you talk about it enough, but... Um, Can you ever talk about Grey's Anatomy enough? No. What the t- answers... <laughs> yeah, enough talk about The Bachelor. Let's move on from that. Um so you and Bailey are pretty much the only couple that's still alive and happy on the show right now. <laughs> alive and happy. Yeah, like both. There are, co- are couples that are happy, but they're not alive. Right. Both parties. <laughs> both parties are alive in this relationship. Yeah. And happy as of now. Yeah, it's a, you know it's actually one of the things I'm uh, that we kind of enjoy and are happy about is I, I have this I have this idea. It's never been expressed to me, but I believe that like in our heart of hearts, Shonda has decided that Ben and Bailey are the definition of grown-ass people relationships. <laughs> like, things are hard, problems come up, you, get mad, you get mad, you deal with it. You mm-hmm. fight through, and it doesn't mean that you fight through the first time you, you talk. It's not going to get done. Second time, not going to get done. <laughs> but eventually, you're going to get cool again. You yeah. know, it's like, you know, I think uh, for me, it like resonated when like you know Jesse Williams and I are doing a scene and Ben's sleeping on his couch. And he's like, but don't you want to move back in your house? You know, he's, or he's sleeping on his own couch. He's like, you can move in with me. And, he, and he's like, oh, no, oh, no, because then she wins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I needed to know I'm not quitting. <laughs> no, it's so true. But I, I wouldn't speak so soon about feeling like Shonda's has your back right now because <laughs> I've seen some things go down. There's, yeah, yeah. You know. People die on the show. It's it a, there's a lot of death. Um, people leave a lot. It's. <laughs> I've learned not to, I, I say, I, I try not to get too attached, but I'm really attached. So, like, if, if you all of a sudden die, I'm going to feel almost, like, victimized at this point. Well, so far, I, I am alive. Yeah, you're so alive. Far, we're only on episode three or four of the season, so, you know, hold on tight. Oh, th- but, so uh, you can, spoiler alert. Ben's not dead Ben's by episode still three. still alive <laughs> for three episodes. We don't, we, we're usually very, very loath to give, you know, spoilers for, because Shonda will kill people, but so right. far... Episode three and four, still walking. Well, I mean, if you had, to, okay, let's go here. If you had to choose your death on the show, <laughs> I would say exit because I, I would hate for you to die. I'd rather you just leave on your own terms, but like that doesn't normally happen. So if you could choose this dramatic way out, what would you choose? You know what's so funny? Uh, You've thought about before, this. Well, no, before I, I mention my situation, I'm just going to say, because you know, uh, Jerrica Hinton, who played Stephanie in the show. Uh, yeah. You know, she left the show at the end. The finale was this big, beautiful moment for her character, saving this girl. And uh, and Jericho was lobbying because she's like, if I'm leaving the show, she wanted to die. She was like, kill me. Like, I want to get blown up. I want to <laughs> go big. She wanted. She was like, come on, let's do this. Let's go. And they were in the the ultimate decision was uh, this season has a much. Uh, I don't want to say lighter tone, but the, the funny is back in ways that I mean I can't tell you I haven't I haven't laughed this hard. Season fourteen. Yeah. Season fourteen <gasps> is hilarious and brings back a lot of the uh, oh I love that that sense of the show as well. I mean you're still going to get your your feels on right right so right. Have some love tears feels here yeah. and there. But uh, Jericho was you know I think that I think l- alluding to the fact that this season was going to have a slightly more fun uh-huh. piece to it because it's been so dark for the last couple of seasons. Yeah. I think they were like, yeah, we can't kill you. <laughs> we can't kill you and then turn around and be like, and now let's have fun. <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, because this season picks up literally exactly 
where that episode left off. And like, no one died this past of, finale. That's the point. Isn't that, it, I almost feel like it's like one season finale, no one dies. The next one, four people die. <laughs> and then, you know, it's like on and off. Yeah, I don't know if they think about it that hard. Like literally, oh. like, what, what did we do last season? <laughs> yeah, okay, then we got to kill somebody. <laughs> we it's have a, to yeah, kill someone. Evens and odds. This evens is the pattern. And odds. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... But yeah, but uh, I do think that they are thinking about what's the tone been for a while for the show. Yeah. So that that is a factor in the. Well, I'm excited. I mean, I love the funny parts. I mean, I love feeling just really sad and depressed after the episodes. But it'd be nice for it to end and be like, hey, yeah, that was, a, that was I feel happy. I mean, it, you're, <laughs> like I said, you're still gonna get the ride. You're still gonna have your yeah. feels. But uh, the, we did uh, the table read of the first two episodes uh, a few weeks ago, and we were howling. Like literally, I hadn't laughed that hard, and it, and it was like we we were looking so at each other, we were like, all right, <laughs> all right, like we're gonna have some fun. Like suddenly, everybody had to go. Like we've been all in like dramatic mode for a while. Like everybody's like practicing their Shakespearean, yeah, like, crying at the moon <laughs> kind of thing. And then suddenly, we were like, okay, let's go watch some sitcoms real quick and uh, get back in shape. What um sitcoms do you watch? Oh, what do I watch? I love uh, Modern Family, Blackish. Uh, Anthony and Tracy are a, a dream come true duo on TV, and I think they're just gonna go down as a uh, you know, and then the, everybody in Modern Family, I have a friend, Danny Zucker, who uh, I did a sitcom with. Uh, I did like five years of sitcoms back in the day that were crazy, but Danny Zucker was the executive producer of one of them, and Danny Zucker is an executive producer on uh, Modern Family. Oh, it's so good. And I can tell the Danny Zucker bits. Because really? they're insane. He's genuinely like one of the funniest human beings I've ever met in person. It's and, so funny. And what was, what? I mean, and not, okay, not, politics aside, um, Danny Zucker is one of the first people who would troll Trump. He would like he would put stuff on his Twitter feed that would like get Trump mad and Trump would like respond to him all the time before Trump was ever running or anything like that. So Danny was like like this like vanguard like you know guy out front, but he's genuinely like one of the funniest guys I've ever known. Who uh, and I've only ever once seen him utter anything out of his mouth that was supposed to be funny that didn't. <laughs> and, one time and that like one time in like I don't know 15 years of knowing the guy and that became the funniest thing ever because seeing his reaction <laughs> when something funny didn't land <laughs> it'd be like Jordan missing a dunk you're like what 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 you're like the universe implodes you're like that doesn't that doesn't happen it doesn't make sense uh but yeah but modern family and uh and blackish is uh is you know appointment viewing for the, my family yeah I mean modern family and it's so well casted like the oh. they are so brilliant like where the humor hits and um my next question do you watch any other medical shows because i am so loyal like i everyone talks about other medical shows and i'm like whatever i'm not medical not shows here currently no no i was a huge er fan yeah and then finally got to you know uh i did a couple of episodes of e er and that was like one, the first time i had that you know because you know when you're an actor, you 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 pick your you know I, I need to be on that show. I need to be on that. Yeah. Show. And the ER is one of those shows that like you know if you're an LA actor, you need you need to have gone through there at some point in time. You to need ER. That on, you, you well, need that on your there's resume. plenty of time for it. And now Gray's you know has become that same kind of thing, which is pretty cool. That like you know, folks come through and it's it's pretty outstanding. Um. So, we talked about this earlier, but um, I. My goal as a serious actress that I am is to be an extra on Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I I told you that I would be happy being a corpse, but you said those are actual Most fake Most of the bodies. corpses are fake bodies. They're, uh, they're molds of real people that exist. Okay. Uh, but they're not, you know. And, and just to, on that note, the, the molds are real people. So if you look closely in certain episodes, and uh-huh. a lot of episodes in the last couple of years, the patient that we're working on is Scott Foley. I've heard this. That uh, we had a mold of Scott Foley from like many, many seasons ago. Yeah, from season Henry, that, uh, when he was Henry. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I know. And uh, and it sometimes we would sneak it in. And we don't anymore because it, the word's gotten out. So yeah, so people I'm, like, pay attention anything, to it. But, well, and also because uh, his his wife was on the show. Yeah. Uh, and she looked down and we, we somebody said, take a look. Who's the patient? She's like, what are you talking Oh my God! <laughs> And just started screaming because she saw her <laughs> husband's like head sitting on the table. That isn't so. It just stopped this past season then. with Scott. Yeah, because uh, the, the word was on the street that uh, you know, so. every time we didn't have the you know, because when you have you have a real actor there when you need the actor's face, and then when they get out and you know, we're digging into the body that sort of thing. If you don't have to keep a person on the table digging, for right. fifteen hours, while I, you but do I'd be willing. Surgery. Like I'd be willing to do that. <laughs> you were like, you can just poke and prod me. Yeah, like do surgery, which sounds wrong in so many different ways <laughs> when you say it like that. But yeah, it um, yeah, <laughs> let's play doctor. Um, Operation. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, 
Yeah, so the so you'd have to be a patient. You'd have to be a patient in like the ER. Or just like, like a background doctor that no one can. I told you I have scrubs. Right, you have your own scrubs. And this I have a true. lab coat. This is true. Um, so, so but, but do you have the Grey's Anatomy scrubs? I have the, I don't think my scrubs are Grey's, but my lab coat's Grey's Anatomy, which is what makes me a real surgeon if, right, if right. I'm, it, if it I'm on the show. It's all about the coat. It doesn't matter. Almost doesn't I know. Matter what's I need underneath. to get it monogrammed. You need something underneath it because, you know. Yeah. But, you know well, yeah. Not that we always have something underneath it because, you know, it's Grey's. <laughs> Um, well, on on call rooms. Exactly, on call rooms are really just for sleeping. Yes, <laughs> it's for sex. Let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> I've actually heard that. I've talked to someone who worked in a hospital, and they said that's very accurate. I have come to believe that it was not nearly as much for sex as it has been in the last fourteen years since Grace has been on the air. Well, like I think that there's an entire the generation of doctors that are like, well, let's just go get some strange in the uh, in the on call room. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to think that like 25 years ago, not so much. Interesting. I don't, that's we my, should that's really my look up the... Um, and that's the big Grey's contribution to the culture. Yeah. I mean, they've done a lot, but I would say that's probably the biggest one. If yeah. I were to like name right. one. Doctors getting dirty in the on-call room. Yeah. They're just changing lives with that. Um, have <laughs> you... Okay. How long... You've been married for a long time now. Are you talking about Jason or are you talking I'm about sorry, Ben? I'm sorry. In real life. In real life, yes. Jason. I've, uh, I found my lady when I was in college, and so I've uh, stolen her youth, and I'm not doing that. <laughs> That's the best thing. <laughs> Ashley's crying. <laughs> um, so I found it interesting in the show. I just actually, I was watching, I watched reruns. This was even before you were even going to be on the show. And um, it was the Valentine's Day episode where you're pursuing Bailey. Mm-hmm. And you were not taking no for an answer. You can't. When, the, when it's the right woman, you've got to come guns blazing. I know, but I don't know if that really happens now. I mean, you obviously oh, pursued does. your wife. It does. I mean, where? Look, I mean, I, look, my wife and I met in college, and you know, we lived in the same dorm first year, and she thought I was just this womanizer downstairs who was constantly dancing with random women in his Were room. Were you? Uh, no, oh. I wasn't a womanizer, but I was constantly dancing <laughs> with random women. But I like to dance. That's my excuse. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, she, uh, it was the second year, after, uh, you know, we ran into each other, and she had a class in my classroom after, after my class, and I just kept getting her to skip. I was like, just skip class. Come have lunch with me. Skip class. Come have lunch with me. You're a bad influence. She broke down. She broke down and had lunch with me. So you playing that character and pursuing Bailey wasn't that far from real life for you. I get you in my laser sights. It's going down. I love that. I don't feel like that happens anymore. There's guys out there who do it, I'm sure. Where? Somewhere. I don't know. I, I don't mean, know. I, Look, I, I got mine. They're on their own. They're on yeah. <laughs> You're all, I've done my work. Bye. <laughs> my Worry work here is yourself. done. Um, okay, so here's the deal. I could sit here and hold you hostage for like 12 hours, but um, I can't legally, I don't think. Um, <laughs> there are laws against that. I want to do a rapid fire game, Shoot. but I'm calling it Push 10 CCs, Push- <laughs> which seems like a lot of anything. So I don't know if this is safe, but we're going to play it. Is, there are so many things we do that are like, you know, the, the film is a lie that tells the truth. So, you you know, when you say 10 cc's, it sounds important. Right. If you say push two cc's, eh, it's a sign. 10 cc's sounds what's like. Two, what's two cc's going to do? You right, know, nothing. Probably right. 10 cc's, you overdose everybody. Well, I said I said something joking on Instagram. I said push two of epi, and someone wrote me, and they're like, actually, if you're going to push epi, it's one. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, bye. I'm not a surgeon. That's weird. Oh, I, I had a. You can ask your father. I had an anesthesiologist like come at me so many different times because he's like, "Where's the tape over the eyes and all these different things?" And I was like, yeah, and, 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 <laughs> "And I'm like, relax." I'm like, and that's where I want to say, like, okay, you know what? Here's, tape over the eyes is what you do in a real surgery, and real surgeries also take twelve hours. <laughs> if the show was twelve hours long, America I'd watch. Yeah. Oh no, <laughs> so you would really test your true fans on that one. Um, okay, okay, so push ten cc's. Stack. We're gonna do this in a minute. Is someone timing us? Okay. Get, tell me when we're ready. This is very scientific as he grabs his phone. <laughs> I may have, like, spoiled some of these, but I just realized this. Okay, we're at, okay. Favorite show to watch? Favorite show to watch, uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, what do you like on your pizza? Sausage. Who was your first kiss and how old were you? Oh, uh, that would probably be <laughs> Raylene and I think I was four. Oh, my God. Yeah, what, right. Early. Come on, right. What, okay, first real kiss. Like after first real that. kiss. Uh, it was probably what seven. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I want to say like twelve, thirteen. Okay, like okay, and not Raylene. Not Raylene. Okay, who's the funniest person on set? Funniest person on set. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh Jesse Williams. Okay, stuck in an elevator with anyone. Who do you choose? 
With anyone? Not from the show? Anyone? Oh, sorry. From the show. Oh, anyone from the show. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Chandra Wilson. Okay. Favorite song or, to dance? Or Justin Chambers. Oh, Karev. Love him. <laughs> Fave song. Uh, I'm like writing. Favorite song to dance it out to? Favorite song to dance it out to? Oh, oh, oh. Um, you know what? I suddenly went like old school. My prerogative because I was listening to. Whoa. Uh, not Britney in, in, Spears. An old school station. No, not so much the Britney <laughs> Spears for me. Uh, it's got to be uh, you know, 90s hip hop and R&B. Or okay. Like Coffee, tea, or Dr. Pepper? Uh, tea. Thank I was wrong you. about that? Was it's it's oh, always oh, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> the answer no, is always, always Dr. Pepper. <laughs> favorite concert you've ever been to? Uh, favorite concert you've ever been to? You know what? I just did the Kendrick concert. Uh, <gasps> and I will say this. Is it the absolute best concert of all time that I've ever been to? No. But he is a beast because he's on that stage by himself for like 90% of it. And he owns, I mean, to like yeah. crowd that stage like a panther and be like, y'all going to watch me. <laughs> yeah. I'm Kendrick damn Lamar. <laughs> I, he opened for the VMAs. And I, yeah. we were just, it was just, aside <laughs> from the music, it was silent because everyone was just like, yes, it was an amazing opener. Um, okay. And if you could play any other character on an episode, who would you choose? Uh, you know what? It's funny. I've, I've actually been asked this before and I've given the answer before. Uh, I just think Karev is hell of a lot of fun for Chambers to play because you play this complete ass who <laughs> became a good guy. I mean, he was like, you know, he's a softy he, inside he, he, though. He figured out how to like, you know, tame that, you know, didn't completely lose it. He can still go off on people as we've seen recently, but you know, yeah. And I I'm, like that, you know, he just doesn't care. The filter is absent. I don't, I, people really want him and Meredith together. I don't, <laughs> it's weird. It'd be like incestuous or something. Uh, yeah. You know what? I'm, I, 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 I can see that and I can also, but I also hear the incestuous thing. So for me, I'm just like, you, you like know, the I'm incestuous just, thing? Is no, that what you I'm, said? Just, I'm saying, no, I'm just, I can see both sides of that argument. I'm just going to lay back in the cut and just wait and see how this turns out. Oh, it's too much for me to bear <laughs> right now. Um, I seriously can't thank you enough. It was so fun having you here. Well, it was my pleasure. I am honored to have my first podcast with you. I'm honored to be on the first. I will put that in. Thank uh, you for scrubbing. Yeah, put that on your resume. Right, right next to the, uh, the, will be the, the glove I got from the Dodgers game where you <laughs> robbed me of victory. <laughs> and, and our picture of us in our scrubs. Exactly. You got to send that to me. Now. Yeah. Um, anyways, thank you for scrubbing in. My pleasure. All right, you guys. So next week I am going to Vegas and I'm going for the iHeartRadio Music Festival. And it is honestly one of my favorite events of the year i go every year and i just troll the hallway seeing which celebrities i can find (laughs) tell the story about the gymnast oh please oh Oh, man you know i'm hoping to redeem myself this year because last year i took a i took an l but (laughs) one of the one of the more memorable stories I can't talk like I could not that night as well. Um, I saw the gymnast Lori Hernandez, who was at the time had just was either filming Dancing with the Stars or had just finished. And I had had quite a bit to drink. Um, I was overserved, and I somehow this was my last memory of the night. But I was following her, telling her, thank you for representing our country so well. Oh, no. I'm not sure if I was referring to gymnastics in the Olympics or Dancing with the Stars. But anyways, I was just very honored to be in her presence, apparently. And she basically ran away from me. Like, I was run. I remember walking behind her telling her this as she was kind of just like, please stop following me. Um, so I will never, I could never make eye contact with her again. Um, anyways, this year is going to be even better. I can't wait to see who I embarrass myself in front of. But I am staying at Planet Hollywood, and it is one of my favorite hotels. Um, So Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino, it has amazing restaurants. It has an amazing pool. All the rooms have been redone. And for you dog lovers out there, it's dog-friendly, which I think is very important to people these days. Um, We are going to eat at the Gordon Ramsay restaurant, which is burgers, and I'm never opposed to that. And um, some of the shows that are at the Axis Theater, we have Jennifer Lopez, her All I Have show, Backstreet Boys, Larger Than Life, Britney Spears, Piece of Me, and of course we have Lionel Richie, all the hits. So if y'all are going to be in Vegas next week or in the near future, I highly suggest checking out Planet Hollywood. Make your reservations now at planethollywood.com. 
Okay, so our next topic, which I actually love this and I could do this every week, but it would be repetitive. Um, if you could date any <laughs> fictional character, who would you choose? Okay, Sierra, if you could date any fictional character, who would you choose? I think Chris Pratt's character in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, oh wow. What, can you give me an explanation? I haven't seen any of those movies. Okay, I'm a really bad fan of this movie since I don't really know his exact character name. But he's just really <laughs> funny and he's super hot and it's Chris Pratt. Is his name Star-Lord? Star-Lord, Star-Lord, yes, 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 yes. Um, that, I love Chris Pratt, but I would want him in real life, not Star-Lord. He's Mer- pretty good as Star-Lord. Okay, so maybe I'd like him as Star-Lord. Yeah, there's no mask involved, so it's still like his face. Oh, yeah. and he's funny. And he's funny. Okay, well, that's... that's Is this something girls only do? Like, I'm looking at Mark. Do you ever do this? I don't recall ever doing this. This may be a female-centric No, thing. I don't oh, believe Because I have a list that. of 11 of these. I same. Jake Ryan for life, everybody. <laughs> I think when a guy watches, like, say, Friday Night Lights, they want to date Minka Kelly. They don't want to date her character oh, on the show. Okay. Oh, so y'all are more realist. Is what I, think, I think that's what we're saying. Fine. That's zero fun. <laughs> okay. Now, Erica, who is your um, fictional character crush? <laughs> My fictional. Well, also, Friday Night Lights, Matt Saracen. Oh. He is everything. Like, just a great great all-around guy i feel like friday night lights is a show i should watch yes oh you have never watched friday night Lights? no it's time well if anyone was wondering what who my fictional character crush is i mean i have the obvious one which is um uh, Derek shepherd and gray's anatomy he's everything to me and he'll always be everything to me but recently harry and home again who i talked to pico alexander on the phone earlier which all my dreams are coming true he is magical Oh, I I literally have a real life crush on him. And I think it's the same in real life when we meet up backstage at his show. <laughs> um, okay, so we have Valerie in Atlanta. Hi, Valerie. Hi, how are you? I'm so great. How are you? Good. Um, I have a question. Who would your who is your fictional character crush? Oh, it has to be Noah from the notebook. Oh, that's gosling. Yeah, it's gosling. Does anyone ever so want one? Got- no. Uh, uh, he's got the hotness of Gosling along with just a character that represents true love. You know, he's faithful, he's committed, he's a true artist in a lot of ways. He's got faith and he stays loyal. I mean, what's not to like? I mean, girlfriend, you have like really considered this, huh? (laughs) (laughs) I may have seen it a few times. Um, So of all the like romantic epic scenes in that movie, which one would you, if you could only choose one to reenact in real life, what would you choose? Oh, the scene with the swans in the boat, for sure. The swans, oh, it, like, makes my heart hurt. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, would you choose, if you could only choose one Gosling character, would you date Noah in the Notebook or Sebastian in La La Land? Oh, I would, I mean, I have to go with, ooh. <laughs> I don't know. Those are great. <laughs> but you're just, you um, seem to be, like, an all-around Gosling fan. I am an all-around Gosling fan for sure. I don't know if you've ever spent time Googling all of his <laughs> time on, you know, all the different daytime talk shows, but he's pretty great in real life, it seems like, too. Weirdly, I've done that with Patrick Dempsey, so I get it. Um, I, I think I choose Noah. He was kind of that first moment of realizing what I really want in a relationship. The first unrealistic, mm-hmm. you know, crush I had, I guess. It's certainly an idealistic man, isn't it? <laughs> I know, I know. He's out there somewhere, and he's laying under a stoplight right now. Oh, that was great scene, too. Well, <laughs> thank you Except so much for going Outside of her, her personal boundaries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, have a good day. I hope we both you find our, our Noah. <laughs> well, I have found mine, luckily. Oh, oh, well, I'm still looking, so pray for me. Okay. <laughs> okay have do. a good one. Bye. Right, bye. Okay, now we have Jackie in Long Island. Hi. Hi. Okay, so who is your, um, who, if you could date any fictional character, who would you date? Nathan Scott. Oh, from One Tree Hill. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm a big, I watch One Tree Hill. I was, I was in, I was a freshman in high school when it started, but I was always Team Lucas. I mean, I like him, too, but the way Nathan treats Haley is just, like, so cute, and yeah. Yeah, you're so right. And he is, like, an athlete. He loved his family. He pursued her the whole time. Yeah. Wait, Becca, I was in California in the beginning of August. Uh Uh-huh. And I was supposed to meet Caroline and Hannah, but it never ended up happening. Is this Jackie Fink? 
This is Jackie Fink. Oh, my little Jackie Fink. She's our. She loves my family. She always tweets us. Love your whole entire family so much. Oh, I'm so glad you got in and that we got to talk. So happy. This is the best day ever. I'm trying so hard not to cry. Oh, you are the best. Thank you so much. Well, we love you. We always talk about how sweet you are, so you don't go unnoticed by the Tilly family. I love all five of you and your parents. Oh, you're so sweet. Well, thank you so much for calling in. I hope that you know one day you find your Nathan Scott and one day I find my McDreamy. You will. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll talk to you soon. Have a good day. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Okay, so we have Kayla in Texas, and she is going for an animated character. (laughs) Hi, Kayla. Hi. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm laughing only because I have animated characters that I also think are hot, so (laughs) I think I'm, like, embarrassed that I relate to this, but who is your character crush? Quinn Ryder. (laughs) Wait, is that Tangled? (laughs) because you know i always had a crush on john smith so from pocahontas (laughs) i'm i mean i'm disney obsessed so i mean it's got to be a disney character yeah i see yeah yeah yeah. um okay so like what (laughs) is it about flynn rider that you're so into i don't know i just (laughs) i don't know i just like flynn rider like do you (laughs) it might be the smolder <laughs> the smolder strong and the moment where they're like with all the the lanterns and everything. Yes, that's my favorite. So that would be your if you could reenact any scene from Tangled, that's what it would be. Oh yes, for sure. <laughs> with him smoldering at you. Yes. Has <laughs> to have the smolder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was such a good one. Thank you so much for calling in. I hope you find your Flynn Rider and he's um real. <laughs> Hopefully, maybe one day. Yeah, we'll t- we'll talk about it later on when you meet him. <laughs> okay, have a good day. Thanks for calling in. Well, um, guess what? We're out of time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we unfortunately we can't continue this conversation, but I can't wait to come back and talk to you next week. One topic we will definitely do is hottest animated character because that is something <laughs> we can all talk about for a minute or two. All right, thank you so much for scrubbing in. Time of death, 12.16 p.m.